welcome to or welcome back to the Beyond the Banter podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Minnie, and thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. This week's episode, I'm going to be talking about how I stopped tracking everything and just started living my life, and just how much more free I am now that I don't track anything, I don't weigh anything, I don't weigh myself, I don't weigh my food, I don't track my steps, I don't track my calories. Like, I just try to live intuitively and live in the moment and I believe everyone should be able to do that. Just a disclaimer, this is my opinion on this topic and this is just from my perspective as a 22-year-old girl with a background of an eating disorder and still struggles to this day with certain things and certain mindsets but has come a long way in her eating disorder recovery Um, And I truly believe I've come this far because personally, I ditched the trackers and I ditched the weigh scale. Those things were very detrimental to building a healthy relationship with food, with my body, with my mind. And yeah, it took me too long to realize that. And I just want to talk about that today. I've gotten many questions about how I stopped weighing myself or how I stopped tracking calories or just if I think it's beneficial to stop tracking your steps and wearing these like Apple Watches, Fitbits, that type of stuff. In the short answer, yes, I think it's very beneficial to stop using those things. In the long-term answer, I think it's very case-by-case. This podcast is by no means an attack on these tracking devices and Fitbits and Apple Watches and stuff like that. I think they're great devices and can be very beneficial and helpful if you are someone who needs to track their athletic performance or their heart rate or, I don't know, anything like that. I think they can be great tools if used in the right way. And coming from my experience, I did not use them in the right way whatsoever. I thought I was using it in the quote-unquote best and healthiest way for myself, but I was just using it to justify my eating disorder thoughts and justify food I was eating or I don't know. It just became very muddled up and unhealthy for me personally. So ditching them was the best thing for me. But if you talk to someone else, they may have a completely different story and a completely different perspective on why they use a tracker or their Apple Watch or something like that. But I just want to talk about it because... It's not something I've really talked about with a lot of people, but ditching that kind of stuff was honestly a turning point in my recovery and allowed me to take huge steps forward in just gaining freedom and gaining the ability to become intuitive again with my food choices because just tracking and knowing like mathematically what I was putting in my body, although most of the time I doubt it was accurate and perfect just knowing that like kind of broke the connection of how I actually felt about the food and about the movement I was doing if that makes sense like knowing the numbers that became the reason for me to do certain things rather than genuinely feeling like doing that thing or genuinely knowing that that thing was going to make me feel genuinely good I hope that makes sense like I use the word genuinely like so many times just now but (laughs) I've always been a numbers girl. I work best when I know an exact answer and I can understand how you get from point A to point B clearly. I'm not 
great when things are ambiguous and unknown and you know there's multiple answers to a question stuff like that that's why I've always done better in math and science I believe than English and history because math and science you can make it make sense you just need to solve the equation and you know you can use that formula across the whole world of mathematics and the whole world of science and it'll work whereas in English and history it's all ambiguous up to opinions up to circumstances like all the all that kind of stuff so I think that's just the way my brain works it becomes very attached to numbers and that very much was a huge role in my eating disorder and the development of my eating disorder because I just became so attached to numbers and when I was in a place that I felt so low about my body and I felt so out of control about how I was feeling about my body being able to grip onto numbers and know that they were never going to be something that was going to change like I can control that I can understand them gripping onto that gave me so much comfort in the moment but obviously I have now come out of that and realized how unhealthy that kind of dependency was but I think I had to go through that process in order to get to the place I am now which is understanding that that quote-unquote comfort I felt knowing certain numbers knowing my calories knowing my weight knowing my steps like all of that that was just a false sense of comfort and not a long-term sense of comfort whatsoever because I later realized that those numbers were just bringing more stress and more anxiety and more guilt and just more negativity to my life than I had before but because I had built such a dependency and built the habit of knowing these numbers and you know understanding my body in the terms of numbers it just became like addictive I don't really know how to explain it but I think because of that obsession it became very very hard to let go because that became the way I felt good about myself is if the numbers added up if if I made the right equation and it it ended up in the way I wanted it to be basically if the numbers were what I wanted I felt good and if they weren't what I wanted I felt bad and saying that out loud is just so it just sounds so wrong because it is so wrong like I should feel good because I genuinely did something good or my mindset feels good or I genuinely feel good in my body like that I just had such a huge disconnect and it's amazing to be in a place now that I can look back and understand how disconnected I was from my body when I was deep in my eating disorder deep in counting my calories deep in tracking my weight like all of that kind of stuff so let me just do a little backstory on my experience with these tracking devices, with the weighing scale, because I've gotten a lot of questions on my Instagram and on DMs and stuff like that about how I stopped tracking calories. And I mentioned this in my anorexia recovery Q&A YouTube video, but I'll definitely want to talk about it again here. So I've gotten questions about that and questions about is it beneficial to ditch the tracking devices and stop using them and overall like I said I think yes everyone should be able to stop using tracking devices or not stop forever but everyone should be able to not use them or they, ju they just shouldn't have a dependency on these devices at all 
But yeah, back to my experience. So basically, once I started understanding the concept of calories and caloric value in foods, I was probably in high school, like early in high school, and I was introduced to my fitness pal because my ex-boyfriend told me about my fitness pal because I would complain to him that I didn't like my body, I was scared I was gaining weight, I felt quote-unquote ugly, and his response to that was, oh, hey, there's an app that can help you lose weight. Bruh, why did he do that? It's okay. And no, no hate to him, I mean... He's my ex-boyfriend for a reason. We're not dating anymore, so, which is the best for both of us. But yeah, he introduced me to my, my fitness pal. And so I was like, oh, great, this will make it easy. I can just log in all of my food, log in how much, my, how much I dance, how much I exercise, and as long as I keep that number green and keep underneath, everything will be perfect. Very quickly, I realized that what my fitness pal was trying to tell me was not easy and not attainable, honestly. But at the time, I was like, this should be attainable. So I started falling into the trap of just trying to keep that number green in this app on my phone by any means possible. And it made me become extremely aware of the food I was putting in my body, the type of foods I was eating, as well as the amount of exercise and the amount of movement I was doing. And it quickly all just became about keeping that number green and keeping under that caloric value that my fitness pal was telling me to. And it became really quite toxic. And at the time, I did notice that. I noticed that I was getting into this weird obsessive mindset of this and it just wasn't feeling good in my body. So I kind of stopped using it as intensely as I was before and I took a little break. I'd I'd hop in and out of the app like a couple times a week or something just checking and maybe log in my food for a day and then I'd feel like shit because I wasn't doing what my fitness pal was telling me to and then I just would like not look at it for a few more days and so it, it didn't really control my life to the extent that it that other tracking devices did eventually, but it was kind of just the kickstart in what started my eating disorder, started making me hyper aware of the food I was putting in my body and just the changes in my body and all of that kind of stuff. So after I was on my fitness pal for a few years, I started just learning the caloric values of everyday foods because I would be logging it and seeing its value and by doing that multiple times, I started just remembering the numbers. So when it came time to quarantine, which is kind of really when my eating disorder ramped up and got to its worst, worst place, I didn't even need my fitness pal because I already knew all the calories of everything and there was Google for that. I just could quickly search up how many calories are in this food and then I started logging everything in my notes app and... This notes app became my like my safe haven, like my safe space. Like I could just track everything and knew that everything was there. And if everything lined up, everything added up the way my eating disorder wanted it to, I felt great about the day. And vice versa, if it didn't add up and I had maybe gone over the calories that my eating disorder wanted me to, it was a horrible day. And I lived that way for too long and 
it just consumed me. And like I said before, I'm a numbers girl and I felt so good about knowing these numbers and it just made sense in my brain. It was like, okay, I input this many calories, I export that many calories, I'll get the body I want. Bruh, saying that out loud, it sounds so fucked up because it is, but that's that's what my mindset was at the time. And if if me saying that and you're agreeing to that mindset I just mentioned, please take a second to think about it. Our bodies are not a math formula. Our bodies are not import X and export Y. They just don't work like that. They are living beings and they're intuitive beings and they work so differently day by day, hour by hour, minute by minute, like every single second they're doing something different and treating them like a math formula is not the best way to lead a happy life, I can promise you. So moving on from that, then I got a Fitbit. The dang Fitbit just, ugh, it ruined my life. Literally, I got it because I wanted to become stronger. I noticed I was losing weight and I was like, oh, I don't want to lose my muscle. So let me track like my calories, use it as like a quote unquote healthy way to start exercising more and just knowing what was going on in my body by the numbers. But that little tool and my eating disorder knew damn well that I was just going to be using that to start justifying eating certain things versus not and stuff like that. Now I not only knew the calories of what I was putting in my body because I was writing that all down in my notes app, I now knew how many calories I was burning. So if I burn more calories, I was like, oh, yay, like I can eat more or something like that. Oh my God, I'm getting grossed out like saying this out loud, but I don't know. I just, I just want to say this because if you're having these similar thoughts and, and are stuck in these similar mindsets, know that you're not alone and it's okay, but I highly, highly suggest you do something about it because you feel good in this moment. You feel great about yourself when you stick to these certain numbers and you stick to certain calories, but it's not sustainable. It's not going to lead you to live a happy life long-term whatsoever. I can promise you that. And I did not believe people when they told me that until... I started challenging those things and getting rid of the trackers and then I started seeing glimpses of what this freedom could feel like, free from the tracking and free from the numbers. And once I started feeling those little those little snippets of freedom, I became hooked and I realized, oh my god, like this is how good I could be feeling in my life. Like the great feelings I feel from tracking my calories and knowing my calories, like that is a good feeling, but it's nowhere near as good as I could possibly be feeling in my life, if that makes sense. So don't get angry at yourself if you're having these thoughts. And if you're currently in a position that you are tracking your calories and you feel consumed by these thoughts, and you maybe do feel like you genuinely feel good about yourself when you reach certain calorie in numbers and stuff like that. But I just, I'm just pushing you to question that and question those mindsets because I can promise you there's there's way more to life outside of your tracking devices and your calories if if that's what you're doing right now. Okay, that was a little tangent, but back to what I was saying is now I kind of lost my train of thought, but that was important for me to say. 
Oh yeah, basically I started using the Fitbit as a way to justify what I was eating. And that justification for eating certain foods should come from your own thoughts. It should come from your own body. It should come from your own mind. And like I mentioned before, I had such a huge disconnect that I couldn't even do that. I needed this Fitbit to tell me if it was okay to eat something or not. And I just remember meticulously writing down and doing the mass of the food I ate, the workouts I'd done, and the numbers, the calories I ate, the calories I burned, and just writing all of that down, trying to plan out my week or maybe the next two weeks ahead, just like I was just so consumed and obsessed with these numbers and making sure that I stuck to it in order to achieve my quote-unquote goal, which at that point, I think I had just completely lost sight of my goal and just was addicted to getting smaller and weighing less every single day. I guess that's what anorexia is, so that's when I kind of definitely realized and then later became diagnosed with anorexia. I also remember being so dependent on my Fitbit specifically that I just couldn't go anywhere calmly if I wasn't wearing it. Like, I noticed if I was not wearing it, I felt so on edge, I felt so anxious, and, you know, I felt like, oh, these steps I'm taking while I'm not wearing my Fitbit, I need to, like, somehow know, and I need to add them to the total, like, at the end of the day. Like, I just was obsessed, even in the shower, I was like, okay, I can't move too much because I won't like get an accurate representation of my movement for the day because I'm not wearing my Fitbit in the shower. Like I literally had thoughts like that and I just had to be wearing it every single second when it was charging. I just wanted it to charge quicker so that I could put it back on so that it could get an accurate representation of how many calories I burned for the day, how many steps I took and oh my goodness, it was crazy. And that was probably one of the first things I noticed in myself in accepting that I had an eating disorder and knowing that I had an eating disorder was that obsession with numbers and tracking my calories and tracking my steps and, and justifying my food choices based on this device. Once I started realizing that, I, that was the first time in myself I was like, okay, maybe I need some help because I don't know how to stop doing this. And the idea of stopping doing this scares the shit out of me. So I feel stuck and I need help. And I vividly remember having one conversation with a dear friend over dinner. And she opened up to me about her eating disorder. And every single thing she said, I resonated with. And it was it was a wild situation. I just was like, I... I understand you. I feel you. I think that way right now. Like, is is that bad? Do I need help? Like, how did you get through it? I just had so many questions and I was just filled with so many questions about myself and what I was doing and who I was. And it was a great night, a, t- a tough night, but I think it was a night I needed in in accepting the eating disorder that had developed in me and seeking for help for the first time. So after that night, I really started thinking about my relationship with my Fitbit. And not a lot changed for a long time because 
habits are habits and they can become very ingrained. Our brains are very, very strong and it can be really tough to break a habit that you've developed and tied moral value to these certain habits. So it was really, really tough for me to stop. But I do remember trying to take it off at certain times when I noticed this obsession was getting crazy and I was just starting to feel like shit about myself because of the numbers on my wrist and, you know, the numbers I had counted up of the food I was eating. Those moments I felt so anxious and so stressed because I wasn't wearing it. I just, yeah, I just became so obsessive, like I've said so many times, but that's that's all I can describe it as. It was just an obsession. Like, I, I couldn't think about anything else sometimes other than what I ate, the calories I ate, what what I'm going to do the steps I'm going to take, if I'm going to reach the amount of steps, what food I'm going to eat, what food I'm going to eat tomorrow, what food I'm going to eat next week. Like, it was just, it was just crazy. So moving on later into my recovery, once I started recovery, I knew that in order for these mindsets to shift, I had, I had kind of determined that I want to recover, I want to see what life is like outside of my eating disorder because this is all I've had for a long time now and I was just not happy with it. I knew that my life could be so much better and it could be so much more but I was just having such a hard time understanding how to get there because I was so consumed by my eating disorder and by the calories, by my weight, by the numbers of everything. So one day I was just like, I need to stop wearing this. I need to just not even know how many steps I'm taking. I need to not even know how many calories I'm burning and just see what happens. That's all I could do is just see what happens because there's no way for me to know how I'm going to feel. I knew I wasn't going to feel great. That's all I knew. But I didn't know the freedom I could feel from not wearing it. And I only started feeling that freedom by forcing myself to take it off and not wear it. So for a few months, I would take it off for a day, maybe put it on the next day, then maybe take it off. Like It was very back and forth, but I needed that in-between period and slowly, slowly just telling myself I didn't need it and slowly, slowly just taking away value from my Fitbit. I stopped wanting to wear it even. I just the idea of putting it on just started to make me feel worse about myself because I knew I was in recovery. I knew I needed to gain weight. The professionals were saying I needed to, and they were also saying I needed to lessen my exercise. So my Fitbit was not going to help me because it was not going to provide me with the numbers that my eating disorder wanted it to. So I was not going to feel good. And once I kind of realized that, I was like, this tool is just not going to help me whatsoever right now. So I might as well put it aside and just try to eliminate that from my problems right now. So I guess my major tip for ditching it is to just do it. Just take it off one day, put it aside, put it in a drawer out of sight, and just lean into the discomfort and the anxiety that may come with not wearing it and with not being able to track certain things. That being said, I still had a brain that was full of the memories of 
the caloric values of certain foods. So my calorie counting did not just like disappear once my Fitbit came off. That was still lingering for a while. And I think because of tracking with my Fitbit, it was quite easy for me to just continue tracking my food intake almost mentally, but I would also still write it down. But I would say that was the first thing I forced myself to stop doing was writing it down. I think just not allowing myself to write it down made it less permanent. And, you know, it's it stopped that kind of reiteration of like, this action is okay. Like, I'm going to write it down just to like, make sure it's okay. I don't know if that makes any sense. But forcing myself to not write it down really helped because each time I wrote it down, I was reinforcing to myself that like, okay, this is something I'm doing. This is a habit I'm building. Like, and I wanted to stop building that habit. So I just worked really hard to stop myself anytime I calculated my calories for the day or calculated my calories in a meal. And when I reached for my phone to go write it down, I just was like, nope, nope, we're not writing it down. Doesn't mean I didn't know the calories and didn't mentally do the math because I did that for so, so long. And honestly, when I'm in a hard place these days, I do sometimes still catch myself. But I know now that that number doesn't serve me whatsoever in any way. And by knowing that number, I always feel worse about myself when I start to actually know that number and I count up the calories. So I might as well just save myself the sadness and the anxiety and the frustration and just not even know the number and just sit with the unknown and sit with that uncomfortable feeling and kind of work through my emotions in other ways rather than turning to tracking my calories. But basically once I got rid of my Fitbit altogether, that really helped me in my recovery, like I mentioned. And it just kind of kick-started the thoughts of why do I want to track my calories? And like I said, it didn't stop me from tracking my calories. I still did that for a very, very long time. But just getting rid of that and giving myself the confidence in myself that I can take a step forward in recovery. I can do this. I, I won't be stuck in this obsessive mindset forever. That gave me confidence. And yes, it was really, really hard to stop counting my calories and weighing myself. I haven't even mentioned that yet in the podcast, but I want to talk about weighing myself too, because that was another compulsive and obsessive habit that I that I developed in my eating disorder. Like knowing my calories, like knowing my steps, I needed to know my weight. And I would weigh myself basically every single morning. And at one point it got to weighing myself multiple times a day. And it may seem innocent to someone who hasn't struggled with this kind of stuff. And maybe just having a weigh scale in your bathroom like isn't triggering whatsoever. But the amount of moral value I gave myself based on the number I saw on that scale every single day, it just baffles me that my brain was in that place. And it just baffles me that a brain can go to that place because of an eating disorder or because of disordered eating or body dysmorphia or any of these, you know, mental issues around food and body. But 
that was also a really, really hard habit to break. And I just felt like I needed to know my weight, even when I started recovery, when I, you know, started accepting that the number on the scale was going to go up. I just still needed to know. I needed to have that security of knowing that, okay, maybe it didn't reach as high as I thought it would, or I don't know. It just got so meddled up and like my Fitbit, I just applied so much moral value of myself on the number on the scale. So that was also something I realized that I needed to get rid of and it was going to cause me a lot of discomfort and anxiety to get rid of it and stop using a weighing scale, but I needed to do it. I knew I wanted to start recovery and I had started recovery and I was pretty committed, but I just couldn't stop weighing myself. I couldn't stop this compulsive need every morning to just know my weight. And I definitely wasn't helping myself because once I moved out, I bought a weigh scale, like at Target. I just bought one and I brought it everywhere I went. I I knew it, the simple answer would be just don't pack it with me or just throw it away. But I, I can't even explain. Like, I just felt like I couldn't do that. And there were so many days I you know, literally picked up the weighing scale and thought about bringing it to the trash and just throwing it or smashing it or doing something. But I just physically couldn't get myself to do that. And there were other days where I would just stand behind the weighing scale for like 20 minutes and I would just stand there debating whether I step on the scale. One, that's such a waste of my time. Like, why am I wasting 30 minutes of my life debating whether to step on a stupid scale? That probably isn't even accurate one and it's just not going to help me feel better about myself whatsoever whether the number appeases my eating disorder or not it's just not helpful like at all and it wasn't helpful for me and I knew that but I just couldn't stop so I went home for one of the holidays and I told my mom like we were talking about my recovery and how it's going and she was telling me how proud she is of me and just has seen little growth and stuff like that and I told her I was like I just can't stop weighing myself like can you take the scale can you hide it and she was a little taken aback but she was more than happy to help me and you know I told her where I was hiding the scale because I I never wanted the scale to be on show I didn't keep it in the bathroom I usually like kept it under like my bedside table or it was just a moment between me and myself and the weighing scale and I never wanted to share that with anyone and it was just always kind of in the back of my head just knowing my weight and it always definitely played a factor in how I felt about myself that day so anyway I told her where it was she hid it somewhere to this day I still don't know where she hid it and I have not seen it since but I'm so grateful that she did that I'm so grateful that I've built up the courage and confidence to ask her to do that because That's all I needed. I just needed someone to just take it away and not give me the option to know my weight. And basically from that point, I just had to deal with any discomfort I felt about not knowing my weight. But soon, pretty quickly soon, I realized how much freedom I had around food and around everything in life by not knowing my weight. But just not letting myself know my weight took away that connection between my weight and my food or or my weight and my workouts and stuff like that. Like I just, I needed to make that disconnect. So having someone forcibly take it away from me was exactly what I needed. 
And I highly suggest doing that if you feel like you're in a place where the obsession to weigh yourself is like all consuming and you just don't know how to stop. For me, I just needed it to be physically taken out of my sight and taken out of my life. But I would say, I think some of the harder times were after the weigh scale was taken out of my life personally, that doesn't mean it just gets rid of weighing scales altogether in the whole world. Like I would go to a friend's house and maybe they had a weighing scale in their bathroom and instantly, like instantly my eating disorder would kick in and be like, ooh, let's use that. You haven't had a weighing scale in your house, so now's your chance to use it. And I would just have to deal with that. And to be honest, some days I would give in to that voice and step on that scale and know my weight. And usually I left that bathroom feeling so much worse about myself and just wishing that I hadn't stepped on that weighing scale. But moving forward and reiterating to myself and reframing the mindsets of my eating disorder wanting me to know my weight every single day. I can now say I'm at a place where when I see someone's weighing scale in their bathroom, I don't want to step on it. I don't want to know my weight. I know I don't need to know my weight. So why would I put myself through that process of giving into my eating disorder and knowing my weight when I just know all the arrows point to leading me to feel worse about myself. So it definitely has been a journey. And like I mentioned, there were times I slipped back a little bit. And if I saw a weighing scale at a friend's house or like at the doctor's office or something like that, and I would just take a look at my weight and, you know, I, I never felt better about myself. So now I know that I don't feel good about myself when I know my weight. So I might as well just avoid them at all costs and remind myself every single time I see a weighing scale that I don't need to look, I don't need to know, and that's okay. And that's a healthy boundary that I'm setting for myself is to just not know my weight. So that was my story with the weighing scale. I kind of took another tangent. So back to calorie counting, that was probably the hardest of the three of the Fitbit, the weigh scale, and the calories. That was probably the hardest of the three for me to stop because I couldn't just tell someone to take my brain away and give me a new one like my mom took my weighing scale away. I'm, I was stuck with this brain and I had to work with this brain because it's the only brain I have and I just had to work really, really, really hard to reframe my mindsets and force myself to not do the math and not add up my calories. One major thing I did to help myself was one month, I think this was February last year or something like that, one of the earlier months in 2021, I gave myself an incentive. Uh, there was a pair of Nike shoes I wanted to buy and I told myself that I could buy them at the end of the month if I stopped tracking my calories every day. And I knew Realistically, it was really hard to ask myself to stop doing it every single day. So I think out of the whole month, if I stopped tracking them for like 27 or 26 days or something like that, I could buy myself these shoes. And I kept a little sticky note by my desk and just wrote a little X on the number day that I didn't track my calories. And just having that little incentive in the back of my brain every single day whenever I felt the urge to track my calories or count up my calories for the day, just remembering like, oh, 
you can't get those shoes if you do this right now. Oh, you really want those shoes? You don't need to track your calories right now. Just having that little voice was so helpful and it, it just kind of snapped me out of the moment when I was feeling very consumed by needing to know my calories and kind of getting stuck in that obsessive mindset. And I'm so proud to say that I did it. I stopped tracking my calories enough days to buy the shoes and I still have them to this day and they're my little reminder of how strong I am and how much I've come in recovery and it's really cool. After that month, I wouldn't say that my calorie counting just poof suddenly went away. It definitely lingered and kind of trickled in but slowly and slowly and just by not letting myself either track the whole day or maybe I would just track one meal and then suddenly it became only tracking one food and then eventually it just became tracking nothing at all because each time I realized like the weighing scale I just felt so much worse about myself when I knew that number of calories I was eating in a day and throughout recovery I also knew that number needed to go up I wasn't going to be able to recover from my eating disorder while eating the number of calories that my eating disorder wanted me to. So kind of coming to that conclusion and that place of acceptance and again realizing that I was just not going to feel better about myself if I knew the number of calories, that just helped me stop tracking and just reminding myself of that made me not want to even track anymore anyways. And also just starting to feel free with my food choices and starting to eat the foods I really wanted to because I wasn't allowing myself to focus on the calories. That was just a huge, huge factor in me being able to realign with my body and regain the ability to know what foods and what amount of foods feel good to me. Because before, I was just basing like what felt quote-unquote good to me off of a number that was like external from my body. So I just, once again, I had such a huge disconnect. And that disconnection started connecting more and more, little by little, each time I didn't track calories of a meal. And I genuinely started listening to my body and trying to understand how it felt and how certain foods felt to me and made me feel. And... The only way I was able to start doing that was by stopping counting up the calories and just ditching the need to know the number. And just instead of needing to know the number, I started really focusing on just needing to know how I felt and needing to know how I can start to become intuitive again with my food choices, with my workouts. And the only way I was able to get there was to ditch all of these three things. My Fitbit the weighing scale, and counting my calories. Eliminating those three things were probably the three core main reasons I say I have been able to recover from my eating disorder. And yeah, that's actually the first time I've said that or realized that, I think. Those three things were so deeply ingrained in the core of my eating disorder, and I just became so obsessive around those three things that eliminating them and stopping the need to know those things has just enabled me to become free of that and enabled me to push back against my eating disorder and challenge it and question it 
because I'm not fueling it with the numbers that it wants so badly. So if I leave you with anything, please take this in that there is so much more to life than the number on your Fitbit, the number on your Apple Watch, the number on the scale, the number on the back of a food package. Like that's not what life is about. Life is about making memories, living in the moment, feeling the good feelings, feeling the bad feelings, eating the foods you enjoy, but also maybe eating new foods and feeling uncomfortable about certain foods, but learning from those experiences and just not beating yourself up if you make a little mistake. So yeah, that is kind of my story with tracking and my Fitbit and the weighing scale and calories. I hope this helped and like I said earlier, if you're in a place where you're struggling with this right now and you feel these compulsive, obsessive needs to know these certain things, don't beat yourself up, please. It's, it's okay that you are feeling these things, but I just know that there's another and a more freeing life waiting for you outside of these tracking devices and outside of knowing your calories. Like, I, I know for a fact that life is so much better outside of that stuff. And for a long, long time, I did not believe that statement myself. So if you don't believe me, that's fair. But I just urge you to think about it and start questioning because from my experience, life is so much better now. I feel so much more free to eat what I want and do what I want. Just this newfound freedom I have post-recovery and I guess... I'm still somewhat in recovery, but post like beginning of recovery and post using all these tracking devices, just the freedom I found is unmatched and I'll just leave you with that. As always, my DMs are open. You can find me on Instagram at jenny.mini. If you're also struggling, reach out for help. You can reach out to me, but also if you need professional help, please uh, reach to the professionals as I'm not a professional specialist on this topic. I hope you're all well. I hope you are taking care of yourselves. And thank you so much for tuning in and I'll catch you in next week's episode. Mm -hmm.